Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Indoor Voices. Today, we're going to be talking about entryway systems, and we have um, Donald, I'll call him Donnie, Donnie Hooper with us today um, to, uh, to kind of lead us through this, this discussion. Um, Donnie, there's a host of folks out there that I'm sure that are watching. Uh, so can you explain a little bit about what you do and then give us maybe how long you've been in that industry? I run um, our OBEX entrance flooring segment of our business for Millican. So we invested probably 15, 20 years ago in entry systems, kind of a similar approach that we did with our maintenance system. How do we provide solutions that stop dirt and moisture, keep people that are buying our flooring products, keeping that product cleaner. And that's kind of what we did with our entry systems. We've been in the industrial laundry segment for a long time and we have a lot of experience and we kind of moved that into the installed systems. So I run that segment of our business globally for Millican. Um, I've been doing it for about six years in the U.S. Uh, recent global acquisition or a global expansion. I've been in the floor covering industry for 24 years with Millican in a variety of roles from manufacturing to sales to segment leadership. Donnie, I feel like entryway systems are kind of an afterthought. So, so why should anyone care about entryway systems? Well, it's kind of funny because it pretty much is an afterthought. So you start with an architect and a designer. It's kind of like the, oh, shoot moment. And then you end up with facility guys that are like, hey, it's raining and we got a safety hazard. So people should really care about it and think about it because it's one of those things that is a big nuisance from an aesthetic from a dirt and moisture getting in your building and from a real big safety issue. And that's kind of been the hot button lately around, you know, there's got to be a better solution than your typical Band-Aid, let's throw some mats down. And that's typically what you see. And I always tell the design community, you spend all this time and energy designing this beautiful space, whether it's an office building or a school or whatever, and you don't address the walk-off problem, and the facility guy gets to cover up all of your hard work with a bunch of ugly black mats. And that you see repeated in the U.S., in Canada, everywhere around the world. I was on the call today with our French team and our German team, and it's the same approach there. But there's a ton of folks out there that are just saying, mats are just easier than just retrofitting my, my building, don't, don't you think? Um, what's, what's kind of that financial impact? Of, uh, of entryway systems, pros and cons. When you talk about retrofitting, you know, people automatically jump to, well, I got to do construction. I got to take flooring out. I got to modify what I have. And years ago, that might've been the approach, but nowadays there are really a lot of entry systems that you can put in a surface application, but be installed so they don't move. And that's really the downfall of mats, okay? The biggest negative of mats are, they're a commodity product. They're not as effective as the installed system, so they don't work as well. They all are laid on top. They cause trip hazards, and they move around. And most of the time, they're unattractive aesthetically, unless you're branding or doing a logo. So some of the costs are really keeping dirt and moisture out, really providing a barrier system. You know, we tell people that um, on average, 25 pounds of dirt per day can walk in the front door per thousand people. So that's being tracked in your building. The cost to get dirt out of your facility between floor care, which you guys know well, 
in custodial care is about $700 a pound to get it out. So it's better to invest in a little bit of a barrier approach to stop it and contain it, making it easier to clean. And the real struggle we've kind of seen in the last really three to five years is most people, most companies have cut their maintenance budget so tight. It's not like they have maintenance dollars that they can afford to give away. So if you can put an entry system in, you can really extend those maintenance dollars to get better utilization because the theory of most people have overspent their maintenance, that went away five or 10 years ago, and people are really struggling with that. So that system not alone can keep your facility, help keep your facility cleaner, but also reduce a lot of the liability issues. And that's one of the big ones we're seeing today, both from retail and uh, big sports venues and things like that. There is a big liability risk with somebody tripping and falling in your facility. Entry systems have a great positive impact on that. Thanks for that full answer there, Donnie. Um, so I walk into a facility and I see varying lengths. Sometimes you'll see maybe three to five feet of a walk-off system. And sometimes you'll have like 50 or 60 feet kind of running over a beautiful marble floor. How much is enough? Enough is uh, the fun variable we get into. So when you talk about how to make a system perform, okay, it's a two variable equation. The first one is choose a product that works. Choose something that's designed to stop dirt and moisture. Construction and materials have a real impact there. The second one, which is really your question, is around how much, okay? We typically see three, like you said, three to five feet, six feet, that's a common number. Six feet will stop about 40% of the dirt and moisture. 20 feet stops about 80%. Once you get to that 39 or 40 foot number, you're almost containing all of it. So I tell people the magic number is 20 to 40 feet. Now that depends on the building. I had a customer in retail banking. They're like 40 feet were behind the teller. I was like, yeah, we get that. So let's think about what makes sense in your space. If you have that distance, take advantage of it. If you gotta be a little bit more compact because of building restrictions, then do that. But always try to err on the side of more. So. I tell people 12 to 15 to 20 to 30 feet is kind of the, the middle ground of the top of the bell curve. That's a good target to shoot for, depending on your facility. Now, you said this earlier, not all walk-off systems are created equal. And, and my big aha moment was when I was reading through the IAQ guide, and it talked about how the durability of materials is huge when it comes to entryway systems. What do we need to know about different materials that make up our entryway systems. So kind of the back to that first variable of the equation, you know, products that work. In the walk-off space, you see a lot of variety of product. So the main two categories we see are polypropylene products in nylon. So if you kind of compare that to the commercial carpet space, almost all commercial carpets made out of nylon. You don't see very much polypropylene or polyester because it's a softer fiber meaning it crushes a mat. So you see polyester in the walk-off space, that softer fiber because it's cheap. It's also polypropylene doesn't really like water. It has a tendency to repel water, which is kind of counterproductive to its role. So nylon is much more effective from a durability standpoint and from a functionality standpoint because nylon from a fiber really likes water. So if I'm trying to build a product that's supposed to get water off my feet, nylon's a better choice. 
It's also more durable, so it'll last longer, perform better under the heavy traffic conditions. Also, when you look at, you want a product that creates some type of scraping action. We use a lot of nylon monofilament, so fishing line to give it a scrape to knock off dirt and moisture, have the bulk of the nylon absorb that moisture. So materials matter, construction matters. So how you build it. So if you think about the role of walk-off product plays, its job is to trap and, and manage and create a barrier for dirt and moisture, which is opposite to carpet. So everything we do to carpet is to create it to repel off of it. So walk-off, you wanna create room in the product to hold dirt and moisture. You also wanna create it that it's easy to clean because the job is to fill it full of dirt and moisture and then clean it to remove it. So an open cut pile construction creates room in the product and the cut pile creates a flat seal for vacuuming and extraction to remove that dirt and moisture. So the tighter, the denser I make product, the less effective it is and the harder it is to clean. So those are kind of two balanced things. I want to, I really want to focus on products made out of nylon. I want to open cut pile construction and I want something I can maintain because if you can stop it and you can't clean it, that's just about as bad as not stopping. it. So those kind of go hand in hand. No, that's, that's great. And to pull you into my world for a second, knowing that there's that much that goes into, you know, thinking about entryway systems, because I'm going to come in and try and make sure to extract the carpet. It's nice to know that folks like you are thinking about us cleaners when we're in the field. Um, I mentioned the IAQ guide earlier, and so I'd like to explore some themes there, um, because the IAQ guide presents entryway systems kind of as a good barrier to contaminants. Could you comment on that a little bit? Yeah, so if you think about indoor air quality and you think about your space, most of the environmental programs, well building being a good example, really focus on entries have a role. So entry systems as a barrier built to stop and contain product, dirt and moisture. Um, and you think about the contaminants that are out there today, especially with the COVID virus that's going on across the world today, that can be the first line of defense. So anything we can stop and contain there is a good advantage, both from indoor air quality and contaminants getting in space. Now, there isn't any facts around, you know, uh, sanitizing products that are creating sanitization, but you can at least stop it and contain it, and then you can deal with it in a smaller space. So it's really the same approach from contaminants as it is from dirt and moisture. How do we create this corral effect and stop it in an area that's easier to maintain. So it's much easier to clean or sanitize your entry frequently, whether that's daily or twice a day, as opposed to the first floor of the building. And that's kind of really the approach. And the same thing with indoor air quality, the more dirt you keep out of the building, the better the air quality becomes. Um, so that's how entries play into that effect there as well. No, I appreciate you bringing it all the way into, you know, saying, hey, you've not thought about indoor air quality from an entryway standpoint before, but as a barrier to, con to barrier to contaminants, it plays a crucial role. You alluded to this further, earlier, and we talked about this for just a little bit, but I want to kind of bring it back into the conversation. And that's kind of the safety aspect of these entryway systems. Um, a good entryway system can prevent trip fall hazards, right? What can you comment on just the trip fall approach to entryway systems? Yeah, so like you mentioned, safety's become a really big hot button with people. You know, litigation's rampant. Um, 
most of the trip fall conversations are really driven in two aspects. The first one being a free lay mat laying on top. Somebody trips over it, they fall, they get hurt, they sue the company and they sue the manufacturer of the product. So something that's laying on top that's movable. Okay. The second aspect is typically related to moisture on the floor where they've got a, a mat or something that is overpowered. It's not big enough, doesn't have enough distance, doesn't have enough performance, and there's water on a hard surface and they slip and fall. So if you kind of say, I've got two issues there, I got something laying on top and I don't have enough of it and it's not working enough, that kind of ties into an installed system, installed like flooring or carpet, so flush or level. So I don't have that trip opportunity and I have enough of it to contain the moisture and stop the moisture to where I don't get water on slippery hard surface. Um, it's kind of funny that we see a lot of architects and designers designing spaces and they kind of omit that. It's that oh shoot factor that you've got hard surface to the door. If you do that, the truism in life is there will be a mat there. When the facility guys get the keys, He's going to go buy a mat and put it right there. That's a truism throughout the world. I like bringing both of those aspects into entryway systems, right? Because if I'm thinking about it after the fact, I've just laid something on top that, to your point, is a trip fall hazard now, right? So if I can think about that, I can really pull a lot of that safety back into the occupants that are coming to my building. Um, in the past, when I've heard you kind of present on entryway systems, you have a great, I guess you could say, model of zones surrounding uh, your entrance to your building. Can you, can you talk to us a little bit about those zones that you, you give in your presentation? Yeah, so we take, uh, you know, Milliken and a lot of other companies that manufacture product, talk about a zone approach. So if you kind of boil it down, the zone approach is really a method of getting more distance. It gives you options to get distance. So the zones are typically zone one, which is exterior. We build some products to go outside. Zone two is your vestibule or your recessed airlock or your airlock. So something that goes in there, we build products that go in there. Then zone three would typically be inside the door to the lobby in the lobby arena. So we build products for all three zones, trying to give customers option sets to get more distance. So that's the magic behind zones. It's not you got to have all three. If you had a 40 foot vestibule, you fill it full of walk off product. Ooh, we just solved the world's walk off problems. So you don't have to have all three, but we try to give you choices depending on your facility. Now, outside becomes a little bit of a challenge, especially for cleaning, especially in northern climates. I always get this question from some people up north, like, if will it fill up with snow? The answer is yes. So those are things you just kind of take into account. You know, anything outside, we recommend being covered, not mandated, but recommend, or you're willing to deal with the weather, you know. If you're in Southern California, that's not as problematic as if you're in Minnesota. So that's just there to give you the ability to try to get as much distance as you can. I like it. It's very, very strategic. So uh, another question I'm going to throw your way. Most entryway systems are just plain ugly. And, and maybe ugly entryway systems are a thing of the past. Can you, can you speak to as aesthetics of entryway systems and maybe some new technology that doesn't make designers cringe at the building's first impression. Yeah, that's, that's, um, that's kind of why I think most designers don't like this category of product is because it's technically was technically very ugly. You know, you see a lot of black mats or, you know, dark gray mats. Um, 
and really still in the Manning world, they're not very attractive. Most of the mats you see out there don't help from an aesthetic standpoint. Uh, we really focus on building systems that work. We really focus on building systems that look like other flooring products. So we really want it to fit into the design scheme because that's critical. Um, you want it to look like it's supposed to look like in the entry, not like an afterthought. So we take our technology around patterning carpet and create similar attractive patterns in walk-off solutions. We have a, a breadth of color options, even though gray and dark gray are probably the most popular. We do have a lot of earth tones. We have a lot of other color choices. So you have that ability. You also have the ability to customize depending on what product set you're looking at. Um, so that's really a, kind of one of our big pushes, with, especially with the architect design community is let's incorporate it into the design scheme. Let's, you know, aesthetics are pretty much up to you in today's world. We can make it look however you want. Um, we can make it fit into the design scheme to where it flows. And that's really kind of some of the stuff we look at. We've got a, you know, we got multiple jobs where people will see a picture of the lobby and not realize, wow, that's a walk-off product. That, that, that looks like carpet. Well, done right, that's the aesthetic you want. You want it to function, but you don't want it to detract aesthetically. Donnie, thanks again. Um, this has been wonderful to kind of see all of the things that a good entryway system can do as far as um, keeping moisture out, preventing slip and trip fall, as well as also being beautiful as far as the facility's first impression concerned. So thanks so much for exploring the great indoors with us today, Donnie. My pleasure. Thanks, Brian. If you enjoyed this conversation, please rate and subscribe. This podcast is an audio-only version of the Indoor Voices interview series presented by Millicare Floor and Textile Care. You can watch the video of this interview and find other episodes at millicare.com slash indoor voices.